0: Welcome to Edge Show number 127. We have a number of news announcements today, starting with, we want to make sure you are aware of the live Azure IaaS for IT Pros jumpstart that's happening on December 4th and December 5th. We'll have Mark Rasinovich and then my colleagues Rick Kloss as well as Simon May Uh, helping out with a number of other folks from the Azure engineering team. So, it's a really great event that you you should check out to learn all kinds of things about Azure. Next up, we have some recorded MVA courses that are related to DevOps I wanted to highlight. One is Assessing and Improving Your DevOps Capabilities. This one uh, is great from a a higher level uh, around DevOps, uh, processes, business things, kind of what is the overall impact to your business, why would you do DevOps? We have also industry speakers uh, outside of Microsoft that have some sessions inside of this course, so definitely go check it out. Next up, there is a MVA course around dev test scenarios in the DevOps world. So this one, I'd say, is a little more geared at developers because it is tied to that dev test cycle. Um, nonetheless, there are things for IT pros to learn in this course as well, and it, gives it gets into a lot of the, the concepts that you would probably uh, find useful if you are doing any form of DevOps um, or ALM-type work, especially as it relates to Visual Studio Online and Microsoft Azure. Next up, we have my course (laughs) that we had live a while back is also now available, the Azure Resource Manager DevOps Jumpstart. Um, So here we really dive into um, all of the different aspects of Azure Resource Manager, including the concept of deployment templates, which allows you to provision your infrastructure and your application on that all as code. Having a common way to define environments is especially important to understand as a foundational concept with Azure. And uh, it also really is what's utilized for the next announcement that I have here, which is the fact that we have a release management for Visual Studio now available. So basically here, instead of having to install the on-premises release management software, we've made that now attached into Visual Studio Online. So if you have those uh, Infrastructure as Code deployment templates that that we that you create from Azure Resource Manager, uh, you can share those different environments now on Visual Studio Online, and you can also link it to the release management pipeline, as kind of shown here in, uh, in this article. So um, for an IT person, you know, you might be the person that sets up that infrastructure. So you might be setting up that infrastructure pipeline to have that code move through that system. You might be doing deployments, let's say, into staging and production, whereas your developer might have those deployments um, earlier into dev test type environments. An IT person might be helping facilitate that or interact with that, so definitely important to check that out. That was an announcement that was made at our Connect event uh, this last week. Next up, we have an announcement from the Office 365 team. There is a new service called Office 365 Video, and this enables you to uh, to upload videos into the Office 365 service, and then you have control to stream those videos to different users inside of your organization. Um, this video down below is pretty cool, if you check it out. It kind of shows the fact that... You know, you have SharePoint Online as the front end to upload your videos, and then we've created a connection point behind the scenes for you with Azure Media Services. So effectively, right, you can, um, once you upload a video, there's an intelligent streaming service that will detect, you know, is the user on a slow connection, are they on a mobile device, or other things, to be able to intelligently stream those videos down to your users. So check that out, it's a new service uh, for Office 365 customers. All right. Last, we want to have one partner announcement, um, and this is related to a partner called BlueStripe. Now, BlueStripe has a number of different uh, uh, integrations with System Center and the Microsoft Azure Pack, uh, namely, you know, they are going to help with application mapping, monitoring, and service level alerting for your application uh, as an add-on. So this is definitely a a good technology to check out if you want to get a deeper awareness of all the interconnected parts for your application and perhaps have a a deeper level of analysis and and monitoring of your apps. So you might want to check that out. There's a video that we have uh, a link to as well as a white paper uh, for both System Center and Azure Pack. With that, that is the news for this week. We are going to transition to A interview that I did with two Java developers who are based in Brazil at TechEd Europe 2014. So here we, uh, I as an IT guy, wanted to kind of ask the questions of how might an IT guy go and start to help down break down those barriers between your developers that may or may not be there. So you know why not ask developers that are that are known and so stay tuned for this interview. Welcome to this very special episode of The Edge Show. We are here at TechEd Europe, and I have a very unique opportunity here for um, some special folks from Brazil, I believe. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I'd like it if you could, you know, let our, let our folks um, on The Edge Show here know, know more about you. So could you let us know? Bruno, please. Yeah.
1: Okay, so my name is Bruno Souza. And I'm a Java developer, I'm known worldwide as the Brazilian Java man. And I have been working with, with Java development for since 1995 when Java first started. And uh, lately, uh, I have been doing a lot of work with DevOps, uh, you know, helping uh, Java developers be more productive and, and participate in the whole process of deploying applications. Um, and I'm also uh, part of the JCP, the Java Community Process Executive Committee.
0: Uh, on uh, finding the, the, the Java standards. Yeah. Thank you for shortening your list for us, So, because I know you've got a lot. <laughs> you do a lot, <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> so, so go ahead. Um.
2: Well, hi, I'm Edson. I've been a Java developer for about 17 years, and also in a Unix IT Pro for more than 15 years. So I'll, I've always had this conflict between being a developer and an IT Pro guy. I'm comfortable uh, saying that uh, I, c- I can do DevOps, just like many other developers and IT pros in the world. I also have also been a JUG leader for quite a few years. And uh, besides that, we are also me and Bruno. We are also uh, content coordinators of some DevOps tracks in some major events in Brazil. And uh, I've been teaching uh, as a professor for about 10 years
1: now. Okay. Yeah. So, right. ba- so basically, what we're, we're here is we're Java developers. Yep. Right. Focus on uh, getting j- applications ready for, for prime time in development and yep. in production. Yep. And participating in a Microsoft event discussing DevOps and Java. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Well, lots of open source. So and you open may-
1: source too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you may think, uh, okay, what does this do? Like, you know, at an Ed Show, we're at I- IT. Pro folks, and we've got two Java developers that are heavily focused on open source. Wait a minute, what?
1: Yeah, you <laughs> so, know. I think, I think, so. I think we've, we saw here uh, at TechEd yeah. uh, some some very interesting news yeah. from Microsoft and yeah. some very strong effort from Microsoft to. To participate and join yeah. uh, the open source yeah. community, so that's that's been yeah. pretty cool.
0: No, that's awesome. So I, I was gonna I was gonna clarify because you didn't let me finish, but that's okay. Like, okay, I'm sorry. No, no I'm that's sorry. okay. That's all right. That's <laughs> I, all right. I wasn't much. gonna end there. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so so where uh, what I was gonna say is, um, you know, like I guess t- two things. Um, one. First, quickly, I would, you know, we'd love to hear from you about your, your experiences here. But um, secondly, I think, you know, this is a g- great opportunity with DevOps, right, um, from the people side of things, right? We ops folks need to work closer with developers. Developers need to work closer with operations. So I think that's what I would love to spend the bulk of the time here on the interview just talking about. Um, so maybe ways that we can help break down barriers and understand each other a little more. Yeah, it's very, um,
1: it's very nice <clears> that uh, when, you know, when you're talking to developers, Developers has this view of what the IT folks are, and the other and the, the other side is also true, right? When you talk with IT, they think that developers are those crazy guys that just want to mess up everything up. So you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of it's nice to have this conversation and
0: and and get some common ground around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess first I want just a, a quick question. You know, um, what what are just maybe one or two things that you've um, noticed? have been interesting to you? I mean, you attended uh, my DevOps pre-con here at TechEd Europe. Obviously, you've been attending a lot of sessions. What are some things that maybe kind of opened your eyes to you weren't aware of? Well, uh, for me, uh, I've been uh, tracking some uh, Microsoft
2: content and tools for for a a few months. And for me, it's kind of impressive the the integration and the openness that Microsoft's providing to interoperability with other tools. So... Uh Uh, besides the tools that, that i 've been tracking i 've also it was great to see at the pre conference at here at TechEd, some of the tools that uh, Azure and Azure Pack provides out of the box for developers and IT pro guys mm-hmm. so uh, just as we 've been talking before, we have a lot uh, i 've seen a b testing and releasing production, which in co- uh, common continuous delivery terms we call it uh, staging, in t- staging environments, blue-green deployments, and canary deployments. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, when you have uh, other tools, you have to automate and build a whole pipeline to provide these kind of scenarios. In the Azure in the Azure Pack, mm-hmm. you have all of the, all of this out of box. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, to provide the analytics that we need to monitor and track the feedback, what the user is doing, if it's online. I was impressed to see also that Azure has all of these uh, yeah. within a single click. Cool, uh, So yeah. th- that was kind of surprising, a good surprise. Yes, uh, that's Microsoft good, too. So, yeah, that's uh, good.
0: All right, cool, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Bruno?
1: And w- one of the things that surprised me was to see in the, in the keynote here, TechEdge, that uh, there's two types of applications shown in the keynote. It was you know, either Microsoft products or very cool open source application that Microsoft is actually participating on and contributing to. So it was very nice to see uh, the effort that Microsoft is taking to get all this very important open source uh, technologies for DevOps, including, you know, like Docker um, and, and, you know, and, some, and several others that were shown in the keynote, that actually Microsoft is participating on those projects to integrate better with the Microsoft platform. And I think that when you're talking about uh, know, you're trying to develop applications, you want to be... Uh, you, you wanna cover the, uh, uh, a whole lot of ground, right? You, you don't wanna be tied to, a, to, a, to one single way of doing things. And there's a lot of uh, both Microsoft and uh, Linux and other open source uh, technologies out there. And it's nice to see that Microsoft is looking at the whole thing, right? It's not um, focused only on, on uh, Microsoft products, but it's focused on the whole uh, uh, platform, right? And I think that's, that's uh, very powerful. And uh, in terms of Azure, we're seeing a lot of efforts to get uh, you know, a, a great environment uh, for Java developers to, to, to put their applications on Azure. And if you combine all of the, all, all the things that Azure has, uh, to focus on the IT side also, right? So now we can have a full pipeline Right from the development all the way to production into the cloud, you know, with uh, f- f- with Microsoft uh, Azure, but you know, f- f- focus on the needs of the Java developers. So for us, this is p- pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. I also noted that uh, infrastructure as code is a key enabler
2: of DevOps movements, and it was nice to see the, the DSC uh, from from Microsoft, we just we just not have a bunch of PowerShell scripts. So
0: we also have a configuration tool. That's just like Chef and Puppet in the open-source world. Yeah. Enables, and, the, uh, and the Azure Resource Manager technologies that we showed off, and yeah, the yeah. Azure Automation, and other ways to orchestrate things. Yeah, and so yeah, and, cool. And yeah. bringing the same, yeah. the same ideas on the open-source side,
1: you know, you get uh, all the support that Microsoft is, is yeah. giving to Chef and Puppet in that platform. So you can have, like, you know, end-to-end and cover
0: the whole yeah. ecosystem of that. That's pretty nice. Cool. All right. So, all right. Good. Good... Uh, quick quick analysis here, <laughs> but I'd love to transition uh, for our, our folks here watching uh, to this this topic of um, dev and ops working together. So as both longtime developers, um, maybe what are some things where you'd say, man, it would be really nice if um, that ops person could do or not do X. Y. Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, one of the things that we have been uh, talking about a lot about uh, for developers, right? Because developers are our main audience in general. Right. The thing mm-hmm. that we've, we've been talking to developers a lot is that uh, it's usually that a de- uh, the, the, the developer wants to f- uh, finish what, what you know writing the code, and then he says, "Okay, well, that's now the guys from IT, you know, the production guys, they're gonna they're gonna put the, the code to the, you know in the, the in deployment in production." And we we have been trying to show that actually deploying your code, getting your code running on the hands of the customers, and getting your, 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 the customers, uh, you know, all the feedback from even even the feedback from the customers to, from the code that you wrote is extremely important for a developer. You know, the whole thing that we do is write code that someone can use, right? If we if we skip out this responsibility of being all the way to the end to actually deploy the code, then we're missing out a big part of our job. So we, we have been talking to a lot of developers. To consider, uh, you know, this responsibility—not only uh, writing the code and throwing it uh, to the other side of the wall, but to participate in the whole process and participate on the, on the de- deployment process and getting the, uh, the code in- into production—and so I think this responsibility is, is extremely important. And a lot of times, developers are, are you know, don't want to don't want to participate on this because they think that someone else uh, someone else's problem, right? And I think that um, with all the discussion around DevOps, we are getting. The, more and more uh, developers understand that, right? Yeah. And on the other hand, uh, it's it's very common that uh, you know the IT guys just want to be interested in, uh, in in the code and the product in the product when it's actually on their hands when it's actually ready to be deployed. But by that time, there's no discussion about architecture anymore. There's no discussion about you know how how to do things better because the you know from the from the development side is is done, right? right. right. And so. It's, it's very important that, that the IT folks kind of participate from, uh, from this whole process from the start, uh-huh. right? Because then that way, all of those important decisions don't get left out to the last, to the last minute. Yeah. And I think this kind of combination of getting developers more interested in the end, pro, in the end yeah. process and getting the IT folks more interested in the beginning of the process, yeah. I think that would be a very good integration. I think that's what DevOps is all about.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a very, very major, major thing for sure. Yeah, it's a, so for those, it's those ops guys who are trying to work earlier in the phase, you can say, hey, we'll watch this interview and say, hey, you should. See, these developer guys tell you you should be more involved in production if you get that yeah. pushback, right? <laughs> that's um, for sure. Yeah, how about, how about yourself? What, what might you say?
2: Well, I guess most of the times we developers have been doing a bad job of putting code into production. So instead of just throwing up bad stuff to, for the ops teams to, to deploy and monitor and track and just keeping each other blaming uh, ops guys, blaming devs and v- vice versa, I think that uh, we developers should be aware of what, a, what is the definition of done. We know, uh, as, uh, I'd like to introduce myself as a software craftsman. I believe that my job is to deliver value, and value is software running in production. So it's a pretty, uh, uh, get a bit frustrated when I get too, uh, it takes too long time to get my code into production. Yeah. So uh, between DevOps, I believe the first step between doing DevOps is uh, it belongs to us developers. We must do a good job producing stable builds, uh, good environments, uh, talking to the ops guys, which is the which is the team that needs to help us to deliver the code. Uh, so if, Because the ops guys, they, they won't make the first step if we don't do our job first. Uh, if we deploy bad code, we are always going to blame them and they're going to blame us. So if we take the first step and uh, convince ourselves about the importance of their job, uh, you know, there's, there, there's a phrase that I like very much. We start with why. If we, if we discover which is the reason why we must produce better codes, then we will it, it, that would be the first
1: step to DevOps, Yeah. Okay? Yeah, because I think, I think that we developers have this responsibility because usually uh, the project starts at the development side, right? And so if we don't involve the IT guys to on, the, on the beginning of the process, and there's a lot of cool tools that we can use, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that both teams can use to actually get integration uh, from the start. So if we don't involve those guys in the starts, uh, it's, it's, you know, wh- whenever it's going to the production, it's, of course, it's kind of too late to start talking about collaboration, right? So I think that uh, developers have to, to understand that, uh, of course, they're going to do the first step. Um, and as Edson said, the definition of done, right? There's a, a, a very cool uh, discussion from the Rundeck folks that's a, a cool Java uh, uh, open source tool for uh, IT folks that you know they're talking about that service is code running? I mean, there's it's so so on that phrase you have the yeah. two things: it's code, but it's actually running. So both developers and and IT professionals have to work on this because if I, I if I write the code, and it doesn't get doesn't get to run, that's not a serv- that's not a service for my customers, right? On mm-hmm. the other hand, if we are trying to run uh, a, a bad code, that's not going to give a good service to our customers either. So I think that if if we take our our our, our, our first step. To involve the IT folks on, on the beginning, to define our development environment, to define uh, our metrics for production, to define uh, how we're going to actually get those things in production early on, then we can have the whole cycle of testing all those things many, many times before it actually gets, uh, uh, you know, on on the hands of the IT guys. So I think that's that's a, that's a pretty pretty powerful way of doing doing development today.
2: Yeah, DevOps is a matter of culture. We have, a, we have reached our stage where we have a lot of tools to automate scenarios, deployment, infrastructure. But if you don't convince the people, if you don't get the culture of why we should be doing all of this, then DevOps uh, is not reasonable. Yeah, we must convince people. We must do a better job using the tools that we have available today, uh, with, uh, which are provided by open source vendors or for, 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 by Microsoft, to, to, we have to use these powerful tools that we have today to deliver better software.
0: Yeah. All right. So you've, you've both said a lot here, so I'll try and <laughs> summarize <laughs> some things. But I fully agree. I mean, you know, that, that coming on the same page, right? I mean, even if there's no management reorchestration, you know, of teams and all that maybe yet, um, you know, at least coming together, that dev and that ops guy saying, hey, look, what's our high-level mission? Deliver value to our customer. Right, that's <laughs> that's where you're going to hit the same page, and yeah. from there, you know that might hopefully open up some more opportunities on starting to get to the, some of the technical things like like Bruno's talking about, and and also infrastructure as code, right? Coming together, defining that environment together, planning together. Um, there's a lot of things that you know ops folks can bring, right, to that that table of oh, hey, yeah. I know a lot about our production infrastructure. Auto scaling policy is one thing that you know I brought up in there in 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 that uh, example, right? Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. So working better together, um, coming and working throughout that whole process. So um, yeah, I lot, think it's yeah.
1: it, I think I think we have two two different but complementary skill yeah. sets, yes. right? And and it's it's funny that when developers. When you get the same, the same words, they have different meanings for two groups, right? right? When you talk about automation, for example, developers are thinking about how to automate their builds, how to compile easier, automate testing, and IT is, 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 is considering how to automate deploy to hundreds and thousands of machines, yeah. right? So, so there's it's two different complementary skills that, that work – that put together, yeah. it's extremely powerful to get value to the customer. Yeah. And a lot of times we kind of forget how yeah. important we both are, yeah. right? Yeah. On that discussion, and we end up giving yeah. to the customer a bad product because we didn't work well together uh, to begin with.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, one thing, I mean, I, I think that I'm hearing from this too, and is that sometimes you see uh, developers uh, say, you know, have frustrating experiences with ops people who are being inhibitors of getting their code in production, and to that I would say, IT guys, no, don't do that. Be an enabler, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, but with that being said, right, like it's getting that, you know, getting things to to um, uh, working together, getting things to production quickly, and um, and doing that collaboration, uh, and and not saying the developer, I'm just going to take over all the roles that the IT guy does, and we don't need him anymore. You know, no, like that's, no, yeah. that's like, no. you know, that's, that's like kind of the, you know, you, you hear some of these things out there today, but uh-huh. it's, it's good to, con- you know, hear the message of value in, in both sides coming yeah. to the table, you know? Yeah, because but, I, th- I
1: think, I think it's, it's, it's different skill sets, right? It's really different skill sets. Yeah. You know, uh, the more, uh, I think developers need to understand a little bit. Of you know production environments and everything, yeah. so they so they can they can appreciate the work that's being done there, yeah. right? Yeah. And the same thing today, a lot of the, the IT folks uh, have to understand that that even for production today, there's a lot of development, right, yeah. being done. All the scripts and everything, mm-hmm. you know, all, all the automation that's being done. So so there is development involved there. So I think that 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 both teams working together is the message here. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, taking the dev and ops team working together,
2: sometimes one team doesn't know that, it, oh, I didn't knew it was possible. Uh, right. How could I automate it? Uh? Yeah. We need to talk to each other. Yeah. And uh, also release, uh, uh, putting software into, pro- into production, uh, deploying software has always been a painful task. Uh? Usually people tend to spend the night doing it. It's usually they are the IT pro guys that's responsible for that. So uh, one of the main objectives, beside the living value, is to improve the quality of people's life, developers and operations, so that the release, uh, the the process of releasing software to production should be a no event. We're talking about DevOps, but I think it should be a uh, yeah. no pain process. Yeah, yeah. 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 A, then, you know, yeah I think
0: you know so the the notion that some uh, ops people have is is they're used to like you know when this notion of like, hey, developers push stuff to me, it, things break, right? right. They, they may be they have that feeling. And if you're kind of telling me that you're going to keep pushing more and more things to me, especially when I have this really long like manual deployment dock and right. I sit in war rooms and things blow up and all that, <laughs> like, you, the, the notion of like, wait, if I deploy, deploy more things faster on a regular basis to production sounds like that's going to be a headache. But in right. fact, I mean, the time it's proven over and over again, that that is not the case. Actually, if you have a very quick, efficient release process, you're releasing small things into production really regularly in this mode, it's actually better. You actually deploy, it's a non-event. And yeah. so kind of a little <laughs> a call out to that point, but with that, I know we, we're kind of yeah. out of time here. Um, okay. and I really, uh, thank you both for, for coming on to the edge show and, um, yeah, so <laughs> maybe maybe another time we'll see you uh, see okay. you around. So, so thanks. thanks
1: thanks very much, and thank everyone for watching. I think that by combining development and operations together, mm-hmm. we lower the risk and give better software to our customers. I think that's a very powerful message. Yeah, so so. thank
2: you, David. Thank you, you guys from Channel 9. It has been a pleasure to be here in Barcelona and Tech Heads, and I hope you see you in, doing DevOps in a, anytime soon.
0: Yeah, great. Thanks, thanks. All right, hopefully you enjoyed that interview. If you have comments or questions related to, you know, the topic area we just discussed, right, developers and IT ops people and and how to break down those barriers, please do comment below on this post. And if you have questions or would love to interact with the team, perhaps you have ideas of shows you'd like to see on the Edge Show, please do feel free to hit us up on Twitter at TNEdge or on Facebook at the Channel 9 Edge Show. Thanks.